GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are setting sail for the Grand Line with five fantastic actors from the English-language version of One Piece, and now is the time for all of you in our chat room to begin typing in your questions for them. Immediately after this session, you will have the opportunity to talk to them directly through our private chat options, as well as shop our selection of personalized autographs, all of which are available now at galaxycon.com. So without further ado, let's bring them out. Our first guest is an actor whose credits include Black Butler, Area 88, personal favorite of mine, and My Hero Academia. Today he joins us as the voice of the best swordsman in the world, Dracul Mihawk. Please welcome John Gremion. Hello. Hello. How's it going, everybody? We are well. How are you doing in your corner of the world? Doing just great. I'm doing fine. Keeping safe, keeping warm, you know, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I met that, uh, Area 88 is one of my all-time favorites. So that, That's a cool one. Yeah, I remember that. We did that a long time ago at ADV. That was like, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I think that was my first lead role, actually. Uh, yeah, 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 I think so yeah, too. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, well, so, but uh, uh, welcome here, welcome here to our stage. And our next guest is an actress whose credits include Fairy Tale, Fruits Basket, and My Hero Academia. Today, she joins us as the voice of the reindeer rumbling ship surgeon of the Straw Hat Pirates, Tony Tony Chopper. Please welcome back our friend Brina Palencia. Hi, hey, uh, good to see you again, my dear. Yeah, good to see you too. Absolutely. How have you been holding up the past few months? Uh, you know, uh, it's good. Yeah. I've got to ask, what's yeah. you, you, uh, where are you or, you know, or what are you in? Cause you look like you're in a, a dwelling. Oh, a dwelling. Is, yeah. Um, this is my, um, this is my home studio. Technically. Uh, it's like, um, it's sort of, I guess, like an enormous crawl space, you could okay. say. I mean, it's quite, I mean, it's like a room. <clears throat> I think it, like, would be considered a den. It looks like a Star Wars pod. It's really pretty awesome. Thanks. <clears throat> yeah. yeah it's... Funny, this is the messy side of it. I, like, I realize the prettiest part of the room is the part that no one can ever see because it's, like, the part that I am facing. Um, but, yeah, it's still, I'm trying to make it slightly prettier. I, 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 I like, I do a lot of collaging around it and yeah anyway. john's right it has a has a retro futuristic look to it cool <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of cool our next guest is an actor and director whose body of work includes bamboo borderlands and my hero academia seeing a pattern here kids today he joins us as the voice of the bony bards of the straw hat pirates brook please welcome back ian sinclair how's it going Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I, I've I've been locked in my house for 260 some odd days now, and I cook a lot. It's hey, <laughs> have you uh, have you been doing your old favorites? Have you been experimenting in the kitchen? Or I honestly, I I haven't ordered out or gotten any takeout in 260 some odd days now. So and so I'm we're learning so much. My girlfriend and I have uh, picked all of our favorites. And we're learning each of them uh, one at a time. I have a killer curry. I have, uh, and I just did dumplings last week. I've always wanted to learn dumplings, and I made so many dumplings. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're keeping busy, and uh, you 
you sound okay. And uh, <laughs> gotta. <laughs> it's always good to see you again, boss. Welcome back. Uh, and our next guest is an actress and ADR scriptwriter whose credits include Fruits Basket, Saint Seiya, and My Hero Academia. But today, though, she joins us as the navigator of the Straw Hat Pirates. Nami, please welcome back Lucy Christian. Hi. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I, I have been ordering takeout. <laughs> um, yes. But like Ian, I've been doing uh, a lot of cooking. In fact, my kids have told me that I have improved. So I don't know what I was before this pandemic, but I'm better now. Better than you were. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the after effect of this, we're gonna, we're all gonna emerge like these, 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 these finer amateur chefs. I love yeah. it. Uh, and finally, uh, she is an actress, producer, and director whose credits include Dragon Ball, Fruits Basket, and the one everyone needs to thank for their My Hero Academia gigs. Today, she joins us as the voice of the Rubber Rogue of the High Seas and Captain of the Straw Hat Pirates, Monkey D. Luffy. Please welcome back our friend Colleen Clickenbeard. It was up. Hey. I learned something about all of you today, actually, already. I can go home. This is, well, I am home. No, so. no, no, you stay. We got uh, 39 minutes. <laughs> all right, all right. Kelly, how are you doing, young lady? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Since we're talking about food, that is apparently the topic of the panel. Um, I cook now as well. I also order out, and mostly I watch Great British Baking Show. That's what I do now, professionally. It's good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice, very nice. And bringing some Yuletide cheer to the panel. Thank you so yes. much. Mm -hmm. that's, <laughs> I said that's the office Christmas tree. This is the office Christmas tree. There's a bigger one downstairs, but this is the one that keeps me sane while I'm in my office all day long. Now, is there a presence under each tree in the house or is it just under the main tree? Not yet. Gosh, don't put the pressure on. <laughs> I, I still have so much I, to do. I, I, not for nothing. If I, was a, if I was a kid and there are multiple trees, I'm expecting multiple presents. <laughs> I'm thinking I'll just wrap empty boxes and then, you know, see how he handles that. It'll be a life lesson. Oh. You know, uh, oh, of, sometimes to be a good parent, you have to teach hard lessons. That's right. That's true. It's Talk important to traumatize children. Beauty for beauty's sake, Rhodes. Of course, I'm a bachelor, so I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for joining us here today. And as always, we look forward to the day when the world does get a little bit back to normal and we can once again host you on our stages and more importantly, get you back in front of your fans. But in the meantime, we have the GalaxyCon virtual stage and we to have you here. Yay, thank you, GalaxyCon. And, and this is such a fun show. It, 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 it really is. There's there's a, there's a lot of energy to it, a lot of original designs. There's a lot of fun to it. So uh, while our team is pulling the uh, questions to the audience, uh, I'd just love to hear how uh, how this gig began for each of you. Where do you, how, who do you want to go to first? Oh, it sounds like you volunteered, <laughs> Colleen. Ah, <laughs> funny how that happens. Yeah. I uh, this was this was actually. This was such a big one for me, even in the beginning. Um, I had only played one boy voice before, and it wasn't for Funimation. It was for a smaller, lesser known company, and not many people had heard it, but Mike had heard it, uh, the director, the ADR director. And um, so when I came in to audition for One Piece, I came in thinking I was auditioning for Robin and Nami. 
And so I auditioned and I, I knew that it was supposed to be a somewhat big show. We didn't know then how big. And uh, then when he asked me to audition for Luffy, I got super, super nervous. Um, I asked for time and I went away and I practiced <laughs> um, and I came back and I auditioned for Luffy. And I just, I just, it didn't occur to me that it would actually, actually happen. I didn't think I was going to get it in any way. And then he seemed to start pushing me more and asking me to do more and change more. And for an actor, when you audition, you're like, that means they're actually considering this. Yep. Notes are good in an audition. Notes mean that you are not being dismissed. Right. So yeah. So note of that note, aspiring uh, voice yeah. actor. Yeah. So when I when I got it, I was completely shocked and thrilled, and I still had no idea how big it was going to be. And your voice is still tired. <laughs> My voice will forever be tired, and is already lower than it would have been. <laughs> Thank you, Luffy, for my prematurely aged voice. <laughs> Anime does that to all of us. Yes, uh, Lucy, how about you? Um, well, I had never heard that story from Colleen before, and I really love that. Um, I just remember that everybody was auditioning for One Piece. Do you guys remember that? Like everybody was. Yeah, and um, Ian doesn't. <laughs> nope, no, no, all of, I came way later than all of you. Yeah, yeah. I just remember because that was when we were still at the Frost Bank building. Um, that's where Funimation was, and um, I read. I feel like I read for maybe Chopper also. Um, you would have been an amazing Chopper. Yeah, you would have been. <laughs> well, I, I just get Brina out of there. I just remember reading. And Mike kind of directed me a little bit. I did not have a strong feeling that I was cast. So when I got the phone call, I was here in the house I'm still in right now. And uh, I remember Mike called and said, so they chose you, but I want you to know what you're getting into. This is this is many episodes. <laughs> and of course, let me think about it. Oh. I'm never going to say no to that. So anyway, that is how it happened for me. But I also did not realize quite, I think, what One Piece was and what it it, it is, you know. Absolutely fair. Fair. John, how about you? Well, nobody warned me what I was getting into. You were lucky. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a warning. No, uh, I didn't. I don't remember auditioning for Mihawk. I just got a phone call and I didn't know anything about One Piece. I didn't know how how huge it was. I didn't know anything about the character. It was, it was another one of those anime jobs where you just get a call and say, listen, we need you for this. You, we need you to come read for this role. And when I went in, it was only for the very first episode because he doesn't show up very much. Uh, um, Mihawk is, is such an elevated kind of badass figure. It's almost supernatural how cool he thinks he is and all this, you know? And so yeah. He, he's he's a man and he's a man of few words. When I when I recorded for Stampede, I had two lines. I said, oh, we're doing a movie. Two lines. Okay. <laughs> I'm on a beach. Something, something blows up. I'm on a beach and I go, okay, I'm done. Bye. And I leave. No, <laughs> Thanks very much. I'll be here all week. And then so I went in and recorded and it was the first time that he came in as a warlord and met the other warlords. And <clears throat> and I didn't know what voice I was going to do. You know, I, I often don't know until I go in there. And so I thought, how is this guy going to sound? Because I don't want to make him a Spaniard. Yeah. Like some people may. I don't want him to be French or anything. So I, I had this kind of <clears throat> like Snape, almost Alan Rickman kind of, I can't do Alan Rickman, but it's, it's like almost like that. You know, he's very sly. 
And then you just took ah, away that's cool. just, just took away the British accent, and then he's just kind of still sly, but just very snide. And he's so it's it tried to make him sound smart, cut down everybody. It's very interesting how he how he uh, how he talks, I think, and how he just carries himself. So that was my first experience. It was a very short episode, and there haven't been too many. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know what's happening with him. You're so good at that, John. Yeah. He's hiding somewhere. Oh, his 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 story is, is yet to be told, I think. Yeah. So. Brina, how about you? Uh, well, I definitely remember, I, I auditioned when we were at the, at the Frost Bank building, and it was, everyone was a buzz about it. It was a really big deal. Like, I felt the pressure and the energy about yep. it. And I don't know if you guys had to, but I remember having to audition, like, five times. Like, Twice for me, yeah. It was like four or five times that I had to do it. Like, what's well, such um, a specific voice chopper is? I bet they had to do a lot of like finagling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah, and yeah, we it definitely put us like through the ringer as far as like um, it was a lot of different types of scenes that we had to do. Because normally when you audition for anime, you audition one time mm-hmm. and you do mm-hmm. like five lines and that's it, and you get yeah. cast or you don't. Mm-hmm. But for this, it was like several different types of scenes like here's a fighting scene he's a here's a serious scene here's a scene where he's talking about all his medical stuff like it was a lot of different like versions of him to make sure you could i guess keep the voice up um and yeah it was really intense and so i just yeah i (laughs) i remember um especially when i heard who all of the rest of the straw hats were like i was just like Oh my god! Like it was all everyone that I admired and that like I wanted to be. Aww. I, it was like a, it was such a, uh, it was a very like like reaffirming moment in my career. It was like this is by nice. far one of like the one that will stick in my memory. That was like one of the one of my big milestones in my career for sure. Oh, that's sweet. That's excellent. That's great. <laughs> a lot of a lot of callbacks. Well, you know, it's it's not just a doctor, not just a reindeer. It's you know, <laughs> reindeer pirate doctor. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they had to make sure. So, Ian, you said you came in later. So, how did this come for you? Yeah, uh, I I did not work. I mean, I worked at the Frostbank Building, but I was like, so bad back then that they didn't really send me auditions because I was the kind that they were like, let's let's shh, let's let him do background work, let's let him do that. Uh, and so then, like, I don't know how many years later, uh, I was it was uh, I got the audition from my agent, and my friend reminded me, hey man. You're reading for that, aren't you? And I'm like, for what? And they're like, for Brooke. I'm like, oh God, that's due. And then I went home and I freaked out and I had to do a song and the laugh. And I could do the laugh for like two seconds. Like a, <laughs> um, that's easy. I can sound like the guy for like two seconds because that's easy. But um, thing is about the show, I'll have to do that for minutes at a time now. Yeah way harder but i was like i can do it for two seconds um i had to sing a song and i sang a song that my old roommate jonathan brooks used to wander around the house singing and then i i i I was oh yeah and then i didn't get it but the director was like okay bro um I want you to have this part, but you're not doing this thing I want you to do. Can you please sound breathier? Because everything else I like, it's great. But, like, can you sound breathy? And I was already kind of doing, like, because he's just eye sockets and teeth. 
and then the more research i did i was just you know we all now know what cabin fever is like we'll give that like 50 years and think about how crazy you'd be and that's oh, oh, okay think about how crazy you would be and then get like nine best friends who accept you for who you are immediately. Uh-huh. Then you're like, oh, hi. What do you guys want to do? And that's how I came up with that. Oh, that's uh, so sweet. Do you guys remember how hotly contested that character was? Like people wanted Brooke so bad. Yeah. And by then we knew how big it was. Yeah. And everybody knows how big being a part of One Piece dub crew is yeah. because it's like it's longevity and it's a fan favorite and it's a really cool show and everybody wanted in. Everybody wanted Brooke. I so you're playing it I, cool, but I didn't, no, no, I didn't think I'd get Brooke because I was in One Piece so many times by this. <laughs> <laughs> like my credit, I have dozens of credits in One Piece. That's the guy from episode 48, 72, and <laughs> I remember my entire career took a left turn one day because of a One Piece bit part that went like. I don't know where Bon Clay is, dude. You can figure it out, but I don't know. And I and like I just changed it. Like, so I didn't think I was gonna get it. I thought it was one of those, like, well, you're sweet, you have an agent, we'll send you this. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and I got it, and I couldn't really believe it, and I freaked out. And just like Green, like you said, you you're like, well, that's a change. My 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 career's different now. This yeah, it's different. like a level, it's a level up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there's the imposter syndrome that goes along with it because people like you guys are in it, and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, thank you very much for that. And uh, oh, we got questions for our audience, good to go. So let's go ahead and roll to our first one. And this is going to come from Jill, who would like to know out of all the characters you portrayed, who is the most similar to you? And by all means, you may go to any character that you played in anime. How freaked out would you be if I said Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I love that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so weird. <laughs> I just like how single-minded Luffy is. Like he's just like, yeah. I have the things I do and what I like. Yeah. Meet, adventuring. I mean, in that sense, you are like Luffy, Colleen. You have the things you like to do, and that's it, and you're done. That's true. That is true. are just not the same things as Luffy. Not even remotely. (laughs) 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 Mine is from a show that not a lot of people have seen. Um, Maho and Beck is by far the most similar to me um so much so that we even dressed alike like to the mm-hmm. point where like i would walk in to record and like she would pop up on screen and we would literally be wearing the same thing <laughs> <laughs> um and we both like she he has like a a brother who plays guitar my brother plays guitar like the the whole like growing up in the united states but then also being japanese like if you replace japanese with honduran like that's like it was very similar like i've never been more connected to a character as far as like oh this is just me like it was by far for sure um maho and beck i also kind of am a lot like toka i guess because yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember watching the show and my husband, I told my husband that I was watching it like, cause I was, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be in the show. And I'm going to watch a couple episodes to like get into it. And he was like, okay, cool. And he just kind of walked by and looked, stared at the screen for like 10 seconds and was like, you the purple hair. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. That's right. I met you with purple hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's accurate. Mm, fair. Nice. Who's got another one? I, I'm going to go with uh, Koi Wai from uh, Recovery of an, of an MMO Junkie. That one was pretty close to me. It's it's just me giving Josh Greeley crap for an entire show. I'll just, for those who don't know, that's my old roommate. So that's, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, everything else, I don't know. I feel like all these different parts that you have eventually are small little parts of who you are, you know, like, like this, like my jerk side is definitely this guy. My neurotic side is definitely this guy. I'd say, yeah, Koi Wai probably covers the most bases at once. Right on. Mm -hmm. Who's going to? Mine's Hana from Wolf Children. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. Just single-mindedly focused on her kids. (laughs) Um, And just wants to be peaceful and happy. Uh, and that's pretty much me. It just kind of takes away all of the uh, ambition and business minded side. That's all. It kind of focuses that in a rural sense. <laughs> what is that noise? Who is I know. That noise? It sounds like somebody's wind up one of those clattering teeth. Somebody's, got some I, somebody's something is vibrating on their desk next to their microphone is what's happening. Nope. What is that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's oh, it. So, somebody did something. <laughs> Someone did something <laughs> off screen so that they like they don't want to admit that it was. Yeah, like, it was like, oh, like, it wasn't me. I can tell you, I can only tell you who I'm most not like, and that's probably Mihawk. I think if you put a sword in my hand, it would I would fall over trying to hold it up. It would <laughs> I get especially oh, that sword, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butter knife would be more like it. No, um, gosh, probably my guy from Area 88. Pat. <laughs> Probably, probably him, you know, just somebody because most of the characters that I've played uh, that I that I remember the most uh, just have something. They're they're just elevated so much in some way. Mihawk is such an elevated character and 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 almost super supernaturally cool and badass and and formidable and everything. But I like I like his moral code a lot. It's hard to figure out, but he's definitely got a very strict moral code. I wish I were more like him. How about that? I'd be like, you know what? It doesn't doesn't matter who who looks up to me or who doesn't. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be independent. I love his independence. He's a really super independent guy, and I I like that a lot about him. Cool. That answers your question. I I can't really I can't really pinpoint one right now. There are so many. I I like calories. Calories. I know. That is definitely, I think, the most screwed up character I play. You are so good. So good. I love him. Aloise from Black Butler. Oh, yeah. And I remember Ian, is because Ian cast me, and Ian directed me. And I remember at the audition, he brought me in, and he goes, so you need to know what this is. And he's like, remember this thing with the eye socket? And poking it. terrifying. It was was terrifying. But I love... I loved playing him. Um, I loved playing him without a care for who he is. And um, weird. I mean, I think all of us could say there's a little bit of us in all of these characters. Even if you don't like them, um, 
that's the thing about being an actor is I don't have to like them to play them. I, you play them, you play them as though you are them and you love them while you're them. You know, everybody's got something that that gives them a reason for being and a reason for doing the things they do. And if you have enough empathy, you can play any character realistically. Yeah, and that noise is back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I know for sure it's not me. First time when it stopped, oh, without right. going. Wait, mute. Somebody mute. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna mute. All right, it's gone. I haven't. <laughs> Let's make the rest of the panel about the mystery of the vibrating sound in our chat room. If you can guess which one of our guests has the mystery sound, you get it. You get it. Set with us. Send us some mystery of the upload to Funimation. The mystery of the annoying sound. <laughs> your, your prize is some wind up clattering teeth if you guess which one of us exactly. ah that is legit what it sounds like though like when it's like yeah it does it does i'm like i like there's a toy in here like that i don't know that i'll tell you what first of all jill thank you it was a great question to start us off with why don't we roll another one and we'll just uh this will be our goal for the end of the night for christy <laughs> What's your most memorable moment in the recording booth? And again, you may draw from uh, any aspect of your uh, your voiceover career. God, I'm the worst at this question. <laughs> yeah, Brina will make fun of me forever. Okay, I've, I've got I've got one. I, I I had to be at ADV Films a long time ago with Stephen Foster, and I work at nine o'clock. So we had a seven thirty a.m. session for Sorcerer Hunters, which was this really cool show at ADV, and I was playing this really short squatty jacked up guy who was all about working out and he was an evil dude. And he had a bunch of like Chippendales looking guys in back of him, like guarding him or something like that. It was so weird. And Stephen really didn't like the script. I came in and the script was like, behold the, the, the monument to the beautiful body. It is me. And, da, da, da. and that's the voice I gave him. And so Stephen said, look, I don't like this. I don't like this. He walks outside. He has a cigarette break. He comes back in. He's totally rewritten the lines. He's totally rewritten the character. And he's got a Hans and Franz accent. And I'm going, you look like a bunch of little girls. You should be able to crack walnuts for your butt cheeks. And had this weird laugh. <laughs> I had all this cr- Nothing. None of it was in the original script. And That's just, the kind of thing that would never happen anymore. I know. Yeah. That is not a thing that happens in dubs anymore. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was very cool, but that was a really, that was a really funny moment. <laughs> Rewrite on the fly. I don't think I will ever forget my first day dubbing in my closet. Oh. Mm. Yep. That was, that was insane. And, uh, I mean, I was in my pajamas and I was scrambling to get everything working and nothing like stuff that now like we all feel like weird veteran. Not I'm not saying I'm good. I'm a terrible engineer. but Like I feel like I've I've had six to nine months worth of engineering yeah. now. And I was awful that first day. Just like I, I don't I know I, I want to get five cues done. Just we I know we have three hours. But five cues. I just, and it was. Yeah. I will never forget that. We could use an engineer now. They figure out where that sounds coming. I out. muted. It's I not muted. me. I muted already too. I heard it. I heard it after I muted. I didn't mute. Maybe it is me. 
Shame. Wait till it comes back and then mute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I have no like like I've I have such a terrible memory that I anytime something memorable happens, I completely forget what happened. I I have nothing. I have no answers <clears throat> to that that are satisfying in any way. Let me just say that recording One Piece with Mike uh, is some of the most fun. I've had in the booth ever like he and I every now and again we just get to a point where something about Luffy or something about the show tickles us so much that we're just we just laugh and laugh and laugh and I have to get take after take after take because we're laughing so hard and I you, you guys don't know me you guys know me you the other people don't know me I, I that's not really me like I I like to get the job done I'm a professional I like to go in I like to get the job done and we're gonna get out and I'm gonna give you back time in your day and with Mike, that re- that uh, the hilarity happens because he and I just it just gets tickled in the right way, and it's really fun. I've had to cancel a recording session and come back the next day because we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't do it. <laughs> and it's not because he's a goof off either. Like those directors exist where it's like I just want to laugh. I don't want to get the job done. And that's not yeah. who he is at all. No. Um, he is no. a serious worker, but no, he's good. He's, but yeah. he's he finds the joy in those moments and in those characters. He really is fantastic at helping you find the joy in your character and like that single-minded purpose that your character has that makes them who they are and then poke at it every now and again, just to remind you that's who that character is and makes you fall in love with them all over again. Mm-hmm. That's totally right. Yeah. Yep. I feel bad because you guys got to fight and get angry about stuff. And I just got to make fun. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm I'm the coward. <laughs> and then I- that moment, like, in the One Piece universe is because we started, when we started dubbing, we were in the 100s episodes um, because we'd inherited that broadcast con schedule. Um, So I didn't know Nami's backstory when we were recording. And um, so when we went back and started at episode one and got up to what is definitely a very big turning moment for Nami and I, Um, in the Arlong arc and all of this stuff and recording sort of her, her moment, her, the catalyst when she, and it's not just when she joins the Straw Hats, but it's when she and Luffy become, I think, connected for life. You know, like we are friends now. We are, (laughs) I've got your back to the end kind of thing. And it was really affecting. It was so affecting. And I remember we watched it and I was like, this fun, funny show is so serious. Um, and let's just do it. And we did it in like one and a half weeks because, <laughs> because it was awesome and I was feeling it and that was just great. I feel like that's part of the hazing process of becoming a straw hat is you have to go through like the most messed up backstory he could come up with <laughs> and like have to go hard on emotions, like real hardcore acting. And then it's like, okay, you can settle into your role on the ship. Just make your joke now. Where it's just the, the this haunted house and stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt the same way about Chopper's, like origin story i wouldn't stop talking about it for like months <laughs> like i remember being, i remember that <laughs> yes yes i definitely like tearfully told you the whole story and then Colleen was like yeah you know my <laughs> origin story i roll in on a barrel i'm here 
<laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes, yes. And you get more later, but you guys all got those yeah. dramatic like stories. And for a long time, I was like, okay, where's Luffy from? <laughs> Other than a barrel. <laughs> We got Luffy. it eventually. <laughs> he's, just, he's just Luffy. That's all. He just he's just Luffy. Believe you don't need a backstory. There's something to be loved there, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that great. was pretty appropriate. Great. Like about Mihawk showing up too much. You know, Mihawk. Mihawk can just chill in the background. He never shows up and goes, "Hey, it's me. Hey, who wants a sandwich?" Christy, thank you so much for that. And our chat room has. Uh, Two suspects, but I think we're down to one now. I, it, you're sus, Ian. You're sus. <laughs> Ian, would you unmute your microphone, please? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm not using headphones. I'm sure, like at the beginning of this, I was like, I'm gonna talk non-echo technology tell me if it works something's on the same table as your microphone and it's making a there's noise. nothing it's on a tripod is it still <laughs> making noise there is a there's a it is a webcam on a tripod on carpet in the middle of the room <laughs> is it still making a noise hey, yeah. i have my feet okay. sitting on a chair over that direction to make sure it's not getting it through the we ian, ian this is now your new most memorable moment in your studio <laughs> yeah. i have an answer now that's why we do these things to get answers for other panels Hey, nice cat viewers. Thank you. You actually sussed out our suspect. And if you would like to chat with our guests, like I am now, Ian Ian with his uh, clackety teeth on microphone, uh, (laughs) or if you'd like a personalized autograph, please sign up at galaxycon.com. And we have time for more. So let's roll another one. Oh my God. Oh my God. And here's one from Michelle who would like to know what's the one line or character tick that you do instantly to get into the voice for that character? I have one. (laughs) Every single time I start a line for Luffy, uh, I go, la la la, beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time. I always just go, You sound like a crazy chipmunk. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. Oh. Uh, I, just, I just yell at Luffy. I just go, Luffy. Luffy. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, one of the directors tell me it looks like I'm having a mental breakdown because first I go into the corner of the room so it doesn't reflect too loudly and just go as loud as I can and uh, then I answer, I respond to everything he says in uh, characters so I go oh my god that's awesome John, do you have one? You no, haven't said like three no. lines with Mihawk. What do no, you? No, I don't think so. I just asked him to play the last. Hey, listen, I did this role eight months ago. Will you play the last eight months? That I said? <laughs> <laughs> that's Can you play that back? That's my pick. 
I would like to see that in a round of just all of us doing individually our thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> my ringtone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. La la la. Oh, <laughs> you play that back Chopper? <laughs> And then the very and then the very end of the loop, the very end of the loop is me saying, "Could you play that again, please?" Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's really now. Yeah. I miss I I miss you guys. I miss the green rooms. Oh, no. Me too. Me I have too. no makeup left. Mm. <laughs> um, Lucy, can we hear from you on this one? Sure. What? 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 Did, did, did you do one? Oh, yes. Yes. I just yell. I yell. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you yell. I'm sorry. It's really true because I know at some point in the episode, like that's what One Piece is, right? It's Nami saying these are all of the reasons we cannot go that way, and then Luffy goes, "Let's go that way." <laughs> I love Luffy so much. He's great. He's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I want to go that way. <laughs> And then I just yell for the next, you know, 20 episodes. <laughs> I can't, can't argue with success. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much. That took us down some fun rabbit holes. Michelle, okay. That was a great question. Thank uh, you. Very thank you. Uh, what do we have next? And it's one from Jillian. If you could hang out with your character, what would y'all do together? Eat. Yeah. It would just be us at a buffet, an all-you-can-eat buffet, <laughs> and me trying to outdo Luffy. <clears throat> shop? Like, maybe Nami and I would shop. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. See that? Yeah. I think Mihawk and I would either have a staring contest or that we would just train. He would train me. I want to. I don't want to know what he knows. I want to <laughs> that would be a fun day. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be a, I'd, I'd get some bruises off that. <laughs> I think I would just want to cuddle with Chopper. You, I was just going to say, you would just be petting him. That's right. That's right. Oh, or yeah. I would ask him to uh, assess all, like, just to give me a checkup, because I never go in for my yearly checkups. He could use some alchemy to be uh, like, oh, COVID, here you go. Yes. We would eat around and listen to jazz. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Absolutely. You could have said something a lot dirty, so, dirtier, so I, I appreciate could've, could've that. I appreciate that. I'm the first One Piece panel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jillian, thank you. That was a cute one. Uh, what's next? <clears throat> and here's one from Zoe. What's your favorite line that you've recorded? And you may speak it. You are not beholden to do it in your character voice. <clears throat> Um, I love doing monster <coughs> chopper. Um, because like so when he monsters out and it's like the like big roars or whatever, it's actually still me. They just pitch it down. So in reality, it's me just going rah, <laughs> 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 and it really sounds like a monster, <laughs> like whatever they pitch it down an octave or whatever. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. There, I, I can't remember it. I, I, but there is a time he goes to the island, uh, Amazon Lily, with all the with all the women, and the women have never seen men before, and so Luffy is their first specimen 
um, that they get to, they get to witness. And so he does all of the things he does. He blows up really big and he stretches really far. And they're like, do all men do that? And I just remember a line that was something like, um, it was like, as far as the getting really big thing, no, that's just me. But for the stretchy thing, yeah, let's just say all men do that. <laughs> like, he's just like, I don't want to, uh, yeah. She's like, ah, sure, why not? <laughs> oh, my God. I was, uh, when I was fighting Zorro, well, there's two lines. When you first meet him in the, in the uh, when you first meet Mihawk, we re-recorded East Blue recently. We we read that it was upgraded animation. It was really cool. My fight with Zora was redone. And he's on a ship. He's just taking all these ships down single-handedly. And he's just sitting there and they're they're all yelling at him, like, what you what are you doing that for? He doesn't even look at him. He's just going, just passing time. You know, just sitting there, you know, sort of going off the board. And then later on, Zoro comes at him. He's like, he's like, what what is it you need to gain power? Week one or something like that. And then Zoro goes, and he's like going, and I've got this little bitty knife, and I'm just going back. Oh, you're certainly ferocious. I'll give you that. I liked I liked the the arc where we all switched bodies. Oh yeah. And yes. I, I had a line where I was telling Sanji to stop touching his boobs or my boobs or whatever. Cause he was in yeah. my body or yeah, boobs were in the room. And, and it was great. Back. Yeah. I, I super enjoyed that. Cause Nami was so icked out that he was, <laughs> I was so jealous of you guys who got to do more of that. I got, I barely got to do any of it. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I mean, yeah, uh, I remember uh, it's not a it's not a line it's a laugh. Uh, there there was a laugh that Brooke did when he um, saw the guy that looked like Sanji's wanted poster for the first time, mm-hmm. and and he just goes, oh, 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 and and he just starts laughing. <laughs> and it was this one that I remember that Cho the Seiyu, he 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 kind of choked on it, and I and I found that so funny that I had to go like. Oh, oh, and I just let the laugh happen. And like, it's one of those laughs where you choke on your own laughs. And I just, I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Zoe, thank you very much. Great one. I think we have time for one more. So I'll ask the producers to pull a really good one to close us out on. And this is going to come from, from Brian wants to know, what's the best piece of advice you received from a, a fellow actor or someone you looked up to? What a good question. That's a good question. Love that question. I got a good one. I'm wondering if that's my brother-in-law. He said he'd watch. He gets good questions. <laughs> I don't know. Is Somebody gave me the advice and I started using it a long time ago. And I tell this to everybody. It's like when you go to an audition, what do you what do you do to calm down and not worry about the audition? Pretend you already got the role. Mm. And and show and show up as if they're they said you got the role. We just want to talk to you about some of the character things. Come meet the director and let's talk. And you walk in with a whole different, you're relieved and you're positive and your energy's different. And because that's what it's all about. You you don't want to feel any of the stuff you normally feel in an audition. They don't like that at auditions. Yeah. They, they want, they want to hire the best. They want to hire somebody who's like there to have a great time. And so that's always come in really handy for me. Very wise. On that note, I'll give mine along the same lines, which was uh, they want to cast you. 
when you walk in the door as an actor, the director's going, oh, please, for God's sake, can this just be the person so I can stop paying attention and, like, relax for the rest of my day? They're on your side when you walk in. It's, It's walking in going, oh, God, they're just picking me apart creates a weird energy back and forth. So just, yeah, they want to cast you. They want, they want one of my uh, acting coaches told me that the physical response that we have to excitement and to anxiety is the exact same. Exact same. It's just how we choose to interpret it and what story we decide to tell ourselves. So when you're nervous before an audition, you don't have to decide to label it that. You can label it excitement and use it in your favor. I can't wait to do that. Amazing. What? what good advice that is. Yeah. That is good advice. Yeah. yeah. These are all good. Yeah. I, uh, I feel, the only one that's coming to me right now is I, when I first got out of college, I feel like a lot of the time that I spent in college training to act, I spent actually training to train to act. Mm-hmm. Um, like you learn all those warmups <laughs> and you learn all these like develop this character backstory and all of this stuff that kind of validates why you would spend that much money and time in that place. (laughs) And so when I got out, I had to find some people who were just comfortable in their own skin Mm. to teach me that you don't have to show anybody how hard you're working at this. If warmups don't work, don't do them. If backstory isn't needed, if it, if you feel connected to the character already, then don't confuse yourself with a lot of over-intellectualizing of the character. If you're just in the moment and you can be in the moment like that, then just let yourself do that because otherwise you're just twisting yourself up. Um, It'll hinder you more than... Yeah, and if if you tend toward over-intellectualizing anyway, um, then then sometimes it's best to just walk in cold now, but you have to know what kind of person you are. If you're the type of person who would walk in cold and then freak out, then don't do that. But if you're the kind of person who freaks yourself out by studying up and being overprepared, then don't do that. Just go in and and have fun in that moment. That's what I like about recording anime a lot of the time is because it's like an improv. It's like a fun improv class. I have my most fun when I'm in improv class with people. You come up with stuff on the fly and you're relaxed and you enjoy it and it's all for good. And if you can make a character work that way, walking in a like cold, and it makes you a better actor anyway because it makes you more prepared for surprises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's great. I was reacting. Yes. I will say, um, I, I like all of these so much, but on the flip of what the gentlemen have said, I um, heard in a class once something that really helped me, which was you probably won't get it. And that was very freeing for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I you don't have to worry about it. Don't yeah, stop. I go to yeah. auditions and I, I audition a lot and I'm very fortunate to work. I, I feel like a good amount, but I'm still rejected more than I'm hired. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't think about that. Um, I feel like our job is just to, uh, you are free to do your best at the audition. And our greatest hope is that you do a good job. And if you're not right for that, they will ask you back. Um, and that's... Can I add one little thing to that? Because yes. um, I love that. And um, the other thing, that, and I had another acting coach tell me that don't view an audition as like, I have an audition today. View it as I get to act today. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not about the audition. Be excited that you get to act today. <clears throat> Yeah. Right. Act every day. And, and and I'll I'll follow up with you, Lucy, in the sense of the best one of the best advice I, I've got, which actually served me well, is going into physical auditions. You're not auditioning for the part, you're auditioning to make a good impression to be invited to audition again. So they get to know you. Yeah. And and making that making a making a, a choice that is indicative of you, it is 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 a bold and fully committed choice, may not get you that part. But I can't tell you how many Disney gigs I've gotten because of some crazy choice I made in a different audition right. six months beforehand. I get a phone call. Uh, you did that insurance salesman thing for the Winnie the Pooh thing, right? Like, yeah, I didn't get it. No, no, no. We want you to do that character for this. Right. Be the person that they want in the room. Like, yeah. I, just, I don't know where we're going to put them, but I just really like them. So let's figure it out. Exactly. And imagine, you know, and like you said, things things happen there in shows you cast the thing. I mean, you could talk about um, my hero. So you're not these guys. Look at all of these wonderful characters, <laughs> you know, as each season progresses. Yeah. Or I remember I read for um, Soul Eater and you guys, I read my heart out for um, uh, whoever, uh, for Black Star. That's who Brittany plays, I think. Yeah. I read my heart out and I was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard. I was sweating with the effort. And that was like, thank you. Um, and it was just, that was what happened that day. I was like, but I got to be Medusa. Which I never would have seen coming because I don't play that many villains. But anyway, that's the whole thing of kind of broadening your mind about what you're there for and what you're doing. Because you never know. And you never want to, as disappointing as it is when you don't get stuff, it happens to everybody. It is just the fabric of this job. Um, I would also say best piece of advice I was ever given was take it to your best friend, you know, take it to whatever, and then let it go. You know, you never want yeah. to are hiring you to feed that, to peel that off of you. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brian, that was an absolute wonderful question to lead us off on. Thank you so much. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of One Piece, but it absolutely does not have to be yours. <laughs> if you'd like to chat with our guests or purchase an autograph, please head over to GalaxyCon.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out our schedule of upcoming events like this one. Panelists, any final words before we go? This was so fun. Yeah, this is a blast. Good. We miss everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. Is there anything, anybody got anything coming up that we should be aware of? I'm going to be making some tortilla soup. I will I will. get the red eye and be over there in about uh, six hours. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when it'll be ready. It's in a crock pot. You're fine. Oh, oh. I <laughs> online uh, Christmas concert with art submission Oak Cliff uh, with Anastasia Munoz, which you guys may know from other anime stuff, but she has this awesome art submission Oak Cliff uh, nonprofit and it's like a fundraiser. It's going to oh. be an online Christmas show. Um, uh, uh, I think it's like December 19th. Just <laughs> follow us. Can you sing in that voice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the that I'm doing is a definitely probably only going to be exciting for choir nerds. It's going to be a handle and for a mashup that I wrote. <laughs> You're such a nerd. I love you. I do. Uh, 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 
as always, it's been my absolute pleasure to serve you all today. Thank you for joining us here at the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. And thank you for your great questions and figuring out our noisemaking culprit. <laughs> yeah. We hope you all join us next weekend. Galaxy Scott Live will be hosting events with the cast of Assassin's Creed, Doctor Who, including Matt Smith himself, G.I. Joe, Classic Disney, The Addams Family, and Halo. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep washing those hands. <laughs>